Let's turn to the rest of the story of all of the drama at Queen's Park yesterday. And Sabrina Nanji joins us from Queen's Park Observer. It's nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. Well, let's start with uh, Sarah Jama. She is now not only sanctioned by the House and silenced in the House, but also kicked out of the caucus. That must have been a fairly fraught decision for Marit Stiles, but I don't know it could have ended in any other way. Yeah, I think you're right. It seemed like it was inevitable, especially after the events of the past two weeks. Now, Mara Stiles was a bit, you know, light on the specifics of what happened, but she essentially said that, you know, two weeks ago when Jama initially made these pro-Palestinian comments that landed her in hot water, uh, you know, she'd come to an agreement with her to keep her in caucus. But since then, Jam has been acting unilaterally. I mean, you know, she she served the premier with a cease and desist letter. She made a comment in the House yesterday during the debate on the motion from the PCs to censure her. Um, and, you know, I'm told that while the NDP knew that she she wanted to speak to the motion, she didn't really toe the party line and, and stick to what uh, the party has been saying about this Middle East conflict. And she sort of doubled down and it's not really so much what she's been saying but the fact that you know she has continued to be a problem for her caucus the ndp has been in damage control mode for two weeks at a time when they want all the heat to be on the ford government and what's happening with the green belt um and so jama has essentially become a political liability for them and so you know it was just the final straw i think what happened in the house yesterday well let's listen to a portion of what sarah jama had to say yesterday in the house the Ford government has done nothing meaningful to say about these atrocities and has now targeted me to distract from its own scandals. And those of us committed to Palestinian life refuse to be distracted. I restate my call for an immediate ceasefire by Israeli forces and for the immediate restoration of food, water, fuel, and electricity in Gaza. And I, and I applaud the many elected officials Order. in Canada who have joined this call in recent days. That was a counter hackle. I don't know if it came from the balcony or from the other side of the house, but somebody yelled, what about the hostages? Yeah, that was actually um, P the PC uh, Goldie Gamari, who had just spoke after JAMA about uh, about this. I mean, the debate was on the motion to censure her. Uh, but there was, you know, it was a raucous morning in the House yesterday. There were protesters who, you know, just after this vote came down, they, they were yelling ceasefire now. There was a, a tense moment with reporters in the hall who were trying to ask JAMA questions about this. Uh, you know, security came came in. I mean, it was it was a really intense time. I mean, even Mark Art Styles, you know, sort of put on the spot for this. Um, and I think everyone's sort of asking, you know, what happens now? Jama's not uh, able to speak in the House until she apologizes and, and takes down that comment uh, based on her statement yesterday. I don't think she she's going to do that at this point. Um, and, you know, she, she, she's not able to speak. And so I think she's probably really thinking hard now is, you know, can you really be effective at, as your job as MPP for Hamilton Center? You know, could this trigger a by-election? But for now, she will be sitting on the MPP benches. She just won't really be able to do anything that an MPP is supposed to do. Okay, does Marit Stiles now have control of her caucus because I have to think that Sarah Jama is perhaps the most outspoken on this issue but and there are a lot of NDPers who may want to be more pro-Palestine -Pal and yet they are possibly being silenced. 
Yeah, this has absolutely morphed into a leadership test for Marit Stiles, who only took the party helm at the beginning of this year. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are questioning, you know, whether she can keep her caucus in line. It's not unusual for any party to have these disagreements uh, behind closed doors, but you're supposed to be a united front when you when you're speaking publicly on these matters. And, you know, there was a lot of MPPs who were upset about this on both sides of the debate. Um, and and, you know, the NDP did vote against the motion to censure JAMA just on principle. They think, you know, it was it was a step too far. And, and even the liberals abstained, saying it was too divisive. But I think that, you know, this was a real test for Marit Stiles, whether she can keep her her caucus in line. And this really was inevitable because caucus and staff were really unhappy about how this JAMA drama was was handled. Thank you so much. Good to have you this morning. Thanks for having me. Sabrina and Angie at Queen's Park Observer. In for Jim Richards last night was Deb Hutton, and she had a special guest, the Premier, Doug Ford, amongst other things, because he talked almost exclusively about the cost of living and building housing and building infrastructure, and he wants the feds to get out of the way. Yeah, we, we, we really need to, and everyone's on, on, on the same page, all the Premiers work very closely together. We need to build infrastructure to reduce the, the, the time it takes to get goods to market and, and get people back and forth from work to home. And we need uh, the federal government to stop putting up barriers when it comes to building critical infrastructure. And I'll give you a couple examples here in, in Ontario. It's uh, Highway 413, and all you have to do is drive along either the four, any 400 series highways, and it's absolutely jam-packed. We need to build more infrastructure like roads and bridges and Highway 413, the Bradford Bypass, Highway 7 out in, out in Kitchener, multiple highways across the province, and also the, the road to the Ring of Fire. Uh, the Ring of Fire is sitting with, there with hundreds of billions of dollars of critical minerals that the world wants. Uh, we need them to build uh, the electric vehicles, the batteries, and their jobs of the future. And gridlock is actually costing our, com uh, our economy upwards to $11 billion each and every single year. So that, that's one of the, the main asks we're, we're focusing in on is the infrastructure, which we have not heard anything uh, from the federal government for quite some time. That was Premier Doug Ford, a guest on News Talk tonight, as hosted last night by Deb Hutton.